four, three, two, one. Guys, welcome back to the Girls Encounter. Today I have my favorite co-host, Natalie, from the Least Favorite <laughs> Podcast. Hi guys. And today's episode is going to be about mental health. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All things mental health, let's go. Yes. I'm ready. So the first question is, what is your take on taking care of your mental health? Okay, I think it's an everyday, like, process. I think people think that mental health is, like, you might, um, like, talk to somebody one time and mm -hmm. you're good to go. Or, like, even if you are actively in therapy, I think people think, okay, I'm in therapy, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm great, I'm healed. No, it's, like, a constant, everyday, in and out of therapy, you being conscious of all the decisions you're making. Yes. You being conscious of, like, how you feel and, like, constantly putting the work in. And it's, like, it's a never-ending thing, okay? Like, y'all think it's going to be one magical day that you're going to be healed. No, like, it's a constant. And once you think you're good, some shit happens, and you're like, oh, shit, nah. Like, I still got mad work to do. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. How how fast is a trigger for you? Like do you automatically like recenter yourself or do you just like react and then think about it afterwards? I react and think about it after. I've always been emotionally reactive and um even more so lately I've realized like how much work it actually takes for you to just shut up and not say shit. And I've gotten better, but still I think where I struggle with it the most is in my relationship really mm -hmm. talk about it like i feel like i'm the type of person when i'm in a relationship which i didn't realize i was like this i really put my partner first i feel like like i feel like you're the main person i'm talking to every day you're the main person i'm putting energy into obviously because we're in a relationship so i'm hypersensitive to everything so every time you say something negative in any way it's a trigger for me because i just feel like I feel like sometimes you would be doing your best and it's just in a relationship you realize how much your best isn't good enough sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? And I think I take that shit personally because when I know I'm pouring everything I have and there's just like conflicts or anything, I take that, I don't know, I take it hard and any little thing will trigger me. And I feel the we, same way. Yeah. I feel the same way because I feel like, but what is something like negative for you? Would it be like a negative comment that your partner negative says? Negative comment or... um. I feel like I've also realized I need constant attention, bitch. Like, <laughs> constant. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but then I feel like, because I remember I was talking to Angel about this from like another episode, and, and he was like, women, they just always feel like they need that 24-7 attention. Like, no matter what we have going on, y'all don't give a fuck about that. Right. It's like, okay, cool, you got that going on, but what about me? Yeah. And I didn't realize how true that was, so I feel like whenever there's a moment in my relationship where I'm not getting the attention, I act like a fucking little brat. And it's like, that's not normal. Like, why are you acting like that? Like, why? And so it'd be like little shit like that. I think relationships really reflect back to you all the parts of yourself that you still have to work on. Yeah. And you still have to heal from. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I feel the same way because I feel like, I feel like though with women, I think I read something and it might be true. I think it's just that we need like reassurance. Mm -hmm. X amount of times mm -hmm. and then once we get the reassurance we'll start to like fall back because I think it's that we need to like we'll come into the relationship right and then we're like we need attention we need attention and then if our partner does something like funny or they acting weird it causes an argument right but if our partner is like reassuring and they're like babe like you know I'm busy right now I'll get with you after 
I feel like once you establish that boundary and like that ground, you be you become more at ease as a woman, more secure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, because do you feel like so? I feel like I in my relationships, I have like an anxious attachment in general. Like I'm just anxiously attached to people. Do you feel like twenty? Do you have to be with your partner? With, yeah, with everything, and it's like when, like you said, whenever there's a shit that acting funny, I take, I internalize it, and then it's like, it's like the more you pull away, mm-hmm. or the more I feel like you're pulling away, the more I latch on. Yes, that's not healthy though. That's unhealthy as fuck. <laughs> as fuck. So then it's like, it's like what you said when you establish that you're able to be secure in a relationship, that you kind of let go. But I took it when you said it, like you let go, like you stop putting in effort because it's like yo I got them like you take mm-hmm. it for granted yeah I the one I read is like you like they got you so you don't have to worry about it in anymore. a good way in a good way yeah, yeah. Okay. but I'm the same way because but for me I will like detach from my partner which isn't healthy at all because mm-hmm. it's like if something goes wrong or something isn't going my way I'm just like this isn't gonna work out and like in the back of my head I'm like this is not gonna work out and I'll find ways to like pull away I won't communicate which Mm -hmm. is not fucking healthy either but then does it bother you when they do the same yes okay I get irritated as fuck because I'm like this is this is what I do why are you doing it Mm -hmm. but you know that what you do your partner catches on to like and eventually they will start picking up the same habits too for real yes oh my god don't tell me yes bitch they will like if you if you notice right if you start to notice that you bring certain traits to your relationship and like your partner isn't like if they go against it later on they'll start doing the same shit to you and then you'll be like what the fuck like where are you coming from with this but it's because you did it to them so then they start doing it to you which that makes so much sense yes that has happened yeah so that must be like a human nature thing it's a th- yeah i think it's a thing <laughs> no oh my God. what do we do that sounds really bad it sounds bad it's i think it is bad because you're supposed to like because basically it's like the other person is taking on like bad habits yeah. that you have mm-hmm. and it takes away from who they originally were when they first met Holy you. So it's very scary, like, dealing with that kind of no, shit. No, that is scary. Because I feel like that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, bitch. Oh, my God. My mind is blown right now. Other than negative comments, like, in your relationship, what do you feel, like, is something that you can do to make your partner, like, understand that you need a certain security, especially because you go to therapy, right, mm-hmm. for your issues? Mm-hmm. When it comes to them understanding like have you ever had like any panic attacks or anything like that in what way like crying and like yeah like um for me when i've had panic attacks i'll be like anxious my hands will shake and my body will just like go into mm-hmm. like panic fight or flight mode um in my relationships yeah yeah i have but that's when it was like toxic you know what i mean like i feel like i've always with somebody for me it's like not communicating ignoring me yeah i really cannot stand being ignored so whenever i had a partner that would ignore me like I'm reaching out, you're not saying anything. That makes me really anxious to the point like I'm not eating, I can't sleep, I can't like I'm obsessing over talking to you again. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's not. Yeah, no, I think I've had like that's like the closest thing to like panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you don't, it doesn't happen in your current relationship, no. right? Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. That, but that's why I'm like because in going to therapy, like I still have shit I gotta work on. So there are moments where I feel like. Um, what you said scared me because I bring a lot of negative habits mm-hmm. to my relationship. 
like I think I I'm still very defensive and defiant and I come from like you're not gonna tell me what to do yeah so it's like it doesn't even matter if what you're telling me is like respectful healthy logical to me it's like just you're telling me something to do whether it's positive or negative whatever it is and I don't like that so I want to challenge you do you feel like that comes with the age gap because I feel the same way maybe no but not even i think for me it's more it comes from i'm not gonna let a man tell me something it's the it's the you're a man telling me a woman what, something. what to do yeah. don't tell women what to do <laughs> i don't know where the fuck i got that shit from because nobody in my family is really like that although i come from like a family of strong women in general but it's like bitch you need to calm down because you made me scared with what yes. you said I don't want to bring negative habits and then my partner starts doing it back to me because I'm not going to like that shit no because I feel like it's okay when we do it but when they do it it's yeah. like end of the world like yes. this person doesn't love me yes. like, what the fuck is going on we might as well break up we yes. don't want to deal with this shit bitch, oh my to listen to a man thing comes from like hyper independence because we are so used to doing things for ourselves that when we get into a relationship with someone and they start doing something for us it's a little weird and it's like yeah i can trust you a little bit to lead me but like not 100 percent. like don't tell me right but yeah. i think that that's like something we need to like keep working on in therapy i don't know how to work on it honestly like back to therapy I even feel like I need a different type of therapist. Really? Do you feel like you need to change your current therapist? Yeah, but I feel like I need somebody who specializes in communication. Like, okay. just communication and, like, um, attachment. So, do you think your therapist, like, when you bring... Is it a female? Yeah. When you present issues to her, like, that you're currently dealing with, does she deviate and go to, like starting what you started going to therapy for or does she like help you resolve the current problem no i feel like with her the way our sessions are is i meet with her every two weeks mm -hmm. and i kind of just dump on her everything that happened to me during those two weeks and we kind of just process like my reactions or why those people like did what they did or said what they said but yeah i don't know i don't feel like she's giving me like real tools i need to like not be so anxiously attached and to like communicate better i don't feel like she's giving me that how long have you been seeing her for? it's been like two years really mm -hmm. that's weird though she she's doesn't... good but like i don't feel like i'm getting i don't know how to explain no it. i know what you mean because i had to change my therapist yeah. earlier this year because she was not giving me what i needed right my current therapist she gives me tools like i need right. tools like mine doesn't give me section. tools i feel like she just affirms and like she validates how i feel uh -huh. but she's not pushing me no like so. i think i need somebody to be like you were wrong right she doesn't do that i'm always right to her oh no so that's not good because she, she's biased or she'll be like maybe you could try but like no i think they were wrong they da, 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 da. so i don't know have you ever thought of doing like therapy once a week i was doing it once a week but i felt like because i wasn't really getting much and i didn't really have much to give her sometimes once a week was like too often okay so at least every two weeks i got time for shit like to enough happen stuff to happen then, I think if you don't, like, if you're not getting your needs met with mm -hmm. her, I feel like you should try to find somebody else because 
it sucks going to therapy and then having to google shit after the fucking session on how to like recenter yourself right. or how to like react to communicate with people like yeah. i think that fucking sucks yeah and i changed my therapist earlier this year because i was dealing with um i did like a neuropsych evaluation and based on the results i was told to like reach out to her for cognitive behavioral um, therapy and she would give me some but she wouldn't give me all mm -hmm. and it's like ma'am I need you to tell me what to do once we get out of this session so now my current therapist she will tell me like you know take deep breaths in reevaluate the situation what happened so things that I've been doing with her have been working mm -hmm. So maybe you might have to yeah. change your therapy. I kind of feel like maybe I should get a man at this point. You could get a man, but like, do you really want to get a man there? Because you know what it is? I think I need that other person, that other gender, because I feel like I'm at odds with men. Okay. And I feel like I don't know where that's coming from. Or maybe it is due to my past experiences with men. Yeah. But I feel like I'm at odds with men. Every time a man, even like on on social media, when I hear men talk, Bitch. I'm like, oh god, whatever, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? But and a lot of times, it's not even that I don't agree with their messaging. A yeah. lot of them, but it's like I don't want it from you. Yeah, I want it from and a woman. Some of them, and some of them be talking crazy shit. I've been seeing you in the comments, like, all right, just shut the fuck up. I'm like, all right, now, like, damn. It's like, shut up. But I, but then at the same time, like, I want to understand men more. Yeah, because how am I? I'm not gonna be a good partner if I continue this mentality. I'm not. I agree. I think it. I think when it comes to, I think you have to pull yourself into a different space and have like an open heart when it comes to like communicating with the man, especially because you already have that boundary up. Like, all right, whatever you say, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's healthy either in relationships because this is so fucked up. Because sometimes I'll catch myself doing it too. Is like not letting a man be a man. Yeah. And it's like, I want to take over everything. And, like, I don't know how you feel. And then later on, I'll think about it like, damn, maybe he did want to, like, hold the door for me or do something. And I'm just like, nah, I got it myself. So, I think in order for us to be, like, in a healthy relationship, we need to find the middle. Because I feel like there's men out here that will let you thrive in your, like, feminine, in your alpha feminine. Mm -hmm. And then they can still be a man. Yes. I don't know if that's, like, too much to ask no. for. I don't think that's too much to ask for. Because, but then again, it's like, what's alpha feminine? Is that a thing? Alpha feminine? I don't know. I just made that shit up. No, I never heard it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. What is that? Like a boss bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So, alpha feminine, hello? That's a nice way to say it. No, but I was going to say, like, what does that look like for you? Because a guy, like, that sounds good. Yeah. But for the wrong guys, I know you're doing too much. Yeah. I feel like for me, it would be like, just like, because I'm very assertive, I'm very like decision making, like I like for things to go a certain way and I'm like pre-planning before everything. I feel like if you just let me be myself, but understand like your role as a man, like, yes, you can still lead me. I'm not going to like overstep on decisions that you make, but also give me the space to do it myself right. too. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm still going to be feminine. I'm still going to submit to you. Like, I'm not going to have an issue. But I feel like it's really hard. Like, you know what? Who that reminds me of? Like, Sierra and Russell. Mm -hmm. Because she'd be doing her shit. And he just, like, lets her do her shit. But he's still the man in the relationship. Right. And she's still, like, the mm -hmm. wife. So, and they don't be having no issues that we know of. That we know. It looks, that, it looks healthy. Yes. We, it we looks really amazing. But you never know yeah. until you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Bitch. <sighs> <sighs> I think we're crazy in this episode. <laughs> 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 it escalated real quick. Other than therapy, what other things do you do? Like, do you meditate? Do you like to work out? Oh, my God. This is hard because I think 
that's another thing too i'm not that consistent with the things that make me feel better and yeah. that's when i know i'm in a like when i'm in a shitty mood i know it's because of that yeah so for me the main thing i always try to keep up with is like my nutrition because i feel like what i put into my body affects me od mm -hmm. so that's the one thing i try to stay on top of and like um getting active in some way like yes i do go to the gym i'm trying to be better so the past couple weeks i've been going more at least two to three times a week yeah i've been seeing that so that's been good um, but for the most part, I have, can I say I smoke weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say that, you can say that. Yeah, no, I just, I feel like I smoke weed and I just take time, to, I isolate. But like the journaling, I'm, it's hard with the journaling. Yeah, because it's every day. I'm not consistent, you journal every... I haven't, you remember when you first met me, mm -hmm. that, at that time I was doing it every day. Bitch, I haven't done anything. But you see, alright, can we talk about this yes. real quick? So lately, I don't know what it is. But I've been on YouTube obsessed with like all these girlies who talk about the glow up, I love it. Up. yeah. Okay, and so all of them have literally said the same thing: like you have to have that routine. You have to. And I used to have a routine in grad school, and I was feeling good. Like my mood was good. I was going to class. I was getting my like everything was great. And I really feel like I need to hone in on a fucking routine. I gotta get back to the journaling. Like this is how I would want it to be. Mm -hmm. Wake up at five a.m do my journaling but make my coffee period <laughs> put some music on like put my little robe on and like sit there actually like do some of my personal development mm -hmm. do my reading do my journaling and then i feel like i would get started on the day so much better like my mood would just be good and then i'll be like that bitch i don't feel like i'm that bitch lately no i, I don't let myself go <laughs> do you I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's the holidays. I don't know if we're like transitioning to like different people. Like maybe we're just like in that phase. I feel like honestly, I don't know what it is because that was that's me and you have the exact same vision of the routine. Mm -hmm. And it's like I want to wake up at five a.m. I want to be ready before my daughter wakes up. Like. I want to journal, I want to read the Bible, I want to do my affirmations, and I want to meditate. No, literally, we have, we're going to have, we have the same Yeah, and it's like sometimes one of the things <laughs> that I'll do now, whenever I wake up late, I will at least meditate and pray. But then it's like, I'm not giving myself enough time in the morning to show up for myself. I honestly feel like we're going through a transition phase of like dealing with whatever internal things we're dealing with and then plus you have the podcast you're a content creator mm -hmm. and we have the same things it's mm -hmm. like i feel like we're getting obsessed with overload instead of just taking care of ourselves daily yes and that's one of the biggest problems because the those girls that you see on youtube i've been listening to them since like earlier this year mm -hmm. they say the same thing you wake up you do your routine you work out drink water like take care of yourself and like cut out people bitch. Water right we got now. the water right here we got we got the water we drinking it for we drinking it today a little sip all right ah, fresh nah, but um they all say the same thing and it's just like the only way that we're gonna do it is by doing it we just have to do it we just have to do it and i wrote earlier this year i wrote something that i'm like every single day i want to have a daily six and I put it for my goal for 2024 too. And it's meditating, working out, reading 10 pages, journaling, and my skincare. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what was the other one. Oh, um, Bible study mm -hmm. every day. So, because I was like, I could at least dedicate like 10 to 20 minutes to God. It's not like I have to right. do like an hour, you, you know? I can just do what I have to do, learn. And you know what? Real quick, I just want to say... I believe that the more you take care of yourself, the more you're kind of like worshiping God. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I agree. They always say like 
God is within you. Mm-hmm. God is love. You are love. So like, what yes. better way to show love to God but then taking care of yourself? So yeah, you know what I mean. And then when you take care of yourself, you're able to take care of others because exactly. that energy like reciprocates. Because if you're like dwelling and you're doing good, skin glowing, everybody's gonna be like, damn, Natalie, like. What are you doing? You're like, bitch, I'm doing my skincare. And it motivates people, yes, too. Like, it does. a little post or whatever you do, mm-hmm. you just motivate somebody mm-hmm. like that. Bitch, I don't know. We gotta, like, tap back into no, our yeah. so. And you know what I was thinking? <laughs> that we should do a YouTube video like a, talking about this shit. Like, the way yeah. the girls be doing it. They do. Because people can relate to us. They we can. don't look like them. Those we don't. And then, because we're from, <laughs> we're from, from the Bronx. Right. <laughs> that I did and do the same classes that I did like it nah (laughs) that leads me to my next question Mm -hmm. do you think that um minority society overlooks mental health hell yeah my mom bitch when I (laughs) was going through it during like you know the pandemic everybody was and I remember telling her I was like my I think I'm depressed what did she say oh that's the devil <laughs> like what are you talking about you're depressed that means you just gotta go to church my mom says the same thing oh, like depression is not depression is evil i it agree is. It, it is. is it's a bitch but you know there's more and yes god could be a big part of he you getting out of yes. your depression but i don't think god would be against you going to talk to somebody i don't think so either. who can help you process what you're going through so you can feel better my mom said the same thing and when when i was having panic attacks like last year and this year i would tell her she'll be like praying and i'm like mom like i understand you know like is god first always Mm -hmm. in a panic attack i am not thinking about praying i'm literally thinking about how the fuck i'm gonna get out of this situation and i don't know what to do like so i feel like that's true and it's so messed up because it's like with my little cousins and like younger family members i try to make them validate their feelings and my daughter too i'm the same way like speak about how you feel if someone is not respecting your decisions you need to like take a step back and understand that they're probably not thinking the same mm-hmm. way that you are or processing things yeah. and it's so important because these teenagers growing up nowadays they're so stuck on like what everybody else is doing and most of them have a lot of mental health issues that they don't talk about mm-hmm. they don't talk about it because it's like growing up in the bronx in the new york city area it's like something is wrong with you your parents right away no nothing is wrong with you you need to just pray you need to do something like no i need to go speak to the lady or speak to the lady because i got issues going on like shit is going on it's true but then you also have the flip side with the social media that it makes you think you're depressed when you're really not bitch talk about it (laughs) because like a lot of these kids they're saying they're depressed because kids well me too adults too yeah they're depressed because it's like 
that's all you're reading about a lot of times and everybody seems to be depressed and everybody seems to be working or healing through something and yeah caring about their mental health which is good but then i feel like we we question everything now yeah now whenever like you're sad you start thinking oh i'm depressed whenever you take a day off to just be in bed it's like oh i must be depressed yeah whenever somebody says something to you that you don't like oh they're a narcissist <laughs> they don't respect my boundaries i'm getting emotionally abused and it's yes. like no you're not really like really make sure if you're going through it yeah that you're really going through it and you're not just being like dramatic or influenced by like outside you know yeah i had to learn that earlier this year because i was getting triggered by people at work when they would say shit to me and it would be like uh 